It is July 9th, 2019, the go-home SmackDown before Extreme Rules. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm joined by Justin Labar. Matt Morgan, we believe, is coming along soon. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the SmackDown right before Extreme Rules, making some moves, making it all happen. Justin, what did you think? Well, better than last week's SmackDown. Last week's SmackDown was pretty atrocious. Uh, this, you know, got off to one of the best starts SmackDown's had in some time. It, uh, you know, a little manufacturing of a, of a pipe bomb, not as not as <clears throat> organic and shocking, of course, as Punk's back in 2011. But I thought this was a good start to SmackDown. It was interesting. Uh, my biggest pet peeve, I guess, if I want to be really picky about it, is that you know they've ever since WWE started acknowledging in their own weird ways that they have viewership problems. Basically, since <laughs> the McMahon's popped back up on TV last December. We've seen this several times where they think that they can just scream through a character, whether it's Seth Rollins, whether it's Kevin Owens, they can pick a babyface character uh, to voice the complaints of the people, and they can use a heel character, whether it's Shane, whether it's Baron Corbin, to kind of embody the uh, problems, uh, but then nothing else gets done. So again, hot start to SmackDown, fun start to SmackDown, but... We've seen the same song and dance in the last six months of, okay, we're WWE. We'll acknowledge our problems through a character, but it doesn't really go anywhere. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I thought it was fun. It was a fun way to start. Way again, way better than last week's SmackDown. Hello, Matt. You thought it was better than Raw's start last night? Uh, how did Raw start yesterday? I think. Uh, the mixed, mixed match. Tag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoy this start better. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I thought this was great. Kevin Owens in parking lots, man. It's magic, like with that Hideo <laughs> Itami attack. Uh, but no, him with Dolph, that was good. I mean, so Justin was talking about this uh, right before you joined us, Matt. It's that uh, similar to the CM Punk pipe bomb, the WWE, it's like they just they just pull up our Twitter feeds and have all cr criticisms read by a wrestler. It's like what Kevin Owens was doing tonight and just talking truth, whether it was Dolph Ziggler or Shane McMahon and the problem with the McMahons and what they did back in December. Um I think it makes Kevin Owens the biggest baby face in all professional wrestling right now. What did you think of his promo at the top of the show? Awesome. Home grand slam. Um, yeah. I mean, talk, I mean, from day one, he's this, from the day one of his first introductory reintroductory promo, right? Bowling with his family. It, we were like, what the hell? They're like, scratching our head going, this dude's a main event talent. He's a former universal champion. What are they doing with him? You know, and it's frustrating because you're a fan of his, but Eventually, they always say, um, the, you know, what, what was he saying? That, you know, cream always rises to the top. And uh, it goes to show you, again, maximizing your minutes on TV. Eventually, you're going to you're gonna get – what's that? How do I explain this to you guys? You're going to get that opportunity that you make for yourself eventually. And it's yeah. only going to come with repetitions of being on television. And once it fits that context where you're kind of like green lit – and we're alive, pal, like that was, in a way. You know, he was able to hit his Grand Slam home run. It was perfectly set up for him to do it. And he is the biggest baby face. I agree. Now, maybe it's hindsight, but I actually think in some ways, the pipe bomb promo was more about big picture stuff. Right. I think tonight, Kevin Owens was so poignant <clears throat> because he just listed specific after specific after specific. And they talk about all the people in the back who it's an insult to when Shane McMahon's out there taking TV time, saying he's the best in the world, and Kevin mm -hmm. Owens is just rattling off names of all these people we don't see on TV very often. Yeah, it makes it sound more like a shoot, right? It makes it sound yeah. more believable, more real. Um, wrestling fans, if they don't like anything, they definitely love hearing about uh, talents they think have been buried over the years and not spotlit properly. So when one of their names gets listed out of one out of ten of them, everyone gets you know excited about it. Oh, he's shooting, brother. You know, so... <laughs> It was job well done. 
Yeah, and rest assured, Vince McMahon is not letting anything go on TV that he did not approve ahead of time. Right, right. They, they, they can cut microphones a lot faster than they cut Kevin Owens' microphone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we started with that tonight, and Kevin Owens being taken out of the main event against Dolph Ziggler, setting up this idea that it's going to be Roman Reigns instead facing Dolph Ziggler. Why? Uh, to make, make Roman look strong. <laughs> I mean... Right, like, beating somebody who's not won anything in God knows how long, but he fended off the pack. He had all those odds because Elias was there, and Shane was there, and Drew was there, and Roman stood tall at the end. Man, I know. Why? Why are they doing this to him? Like he came back with the I best goodwill a superstar mm -hmm. has perhaps ever had, making a return to the WWE. I agree, but. One decent thing, and I hate saying this, it kind of keeps him off from being on the top, I guess you could say, as far as both shows combined go. Hmm. Seth is more considered the guy right now, I would argue. Don't you think so? You mean yeah. Becky Lynch's boyfriend? Yes, but don't you <laughs> believe so? At currently, uh, the way WWE views them both right now, you don't think that Seth is being made to be more of the man between the two, just now, temporarily. I don't know, man. This thing with Becky is really cool. I'm off. not saying that. I'm saying that if you're WWE and you're looking at these two talents, who do you who they, who are they obviously putting more real estate into? Who yeah, are they putting true. more time into? Yeah. And who do they think they're treating like a main event guy, even though they're screwing him up with his girlfriend storyline? Yeah. No, no, you're you're right, though, Matt. Because even even look at their attention, uh, their intention. Excuse me. Um, uh, I guess it was the last Saudi Arabia show. I mean, they had. They, and then they had Seth Rollins, like, you know, beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar, which, you know, yeah. who's who's done that? So you can tell their intention is, I think Seth is a little bit of a higher priority at the moment, or, you know, or maybe it is the case of, all right, let's let Romanese back into this. Let's not force him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think you guys, don't you think that's better? Because for how many years we're like, oh my God, they keep shoving Roman down our throats, relax. And yes, he came in with an amazing, like, like you said, the best possible, like the most love he's ever going to receive from fans. Yeah, right? a genuine situation happened with his health that very, very luckily for him, he was able to, you know, turn around and come back much earlier than they expected and have this amazing backstory, a real life one, mind you, that makes us all love him even more. Right. And want to see nothing but good things happen for him. So it's like a double edged sword. It's like he didn't need that time away from the main event, in my opinion. He desperately did. But then what do you do? Do you not act on it when he's coming back and saying, hey, I'm ready to go. And we can talk about all my health issues. I got no problem with it. Um, let's go. What do you do? You have to, right? Yeah. I feel like what we're seeing right now, though, it's like they're pushing all the bad parts of what Roman's push was before, right? I mean, sort of like the way that it's just very it's forced in the situation. Guys. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's not, I think when he came out and cut that first promo to say he was leaving, my name is Joe, here's yeah. what's going on. We saw this really real side of him, this vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And then tonight when he's doing the rest in peace out thing, it was just like, oh, this is back to the bad, cheesy yeah. stuff they were giving him before. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Yeah, he's one of those guys that sincerity goes a long way because he just sounds yeah. so scripted the rest it, of the time. Versus when he's not. He's yeah. Only, he's, he, I don't I don't get why they don't leave certain talents alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Their job is to make money, right? Yeah. If someone's able to do that for you, if I'm the writer, I'd be like, yeah, Vince, I told him to say every word of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I changed it before he went out there. But did you like it? You know what I mean? And the, the promo, let's say, just got crazy over, and it was him just shooting. You know what I mean? I would, if I'm a writer, I'd take credit for that in a heartbeat. 
Like, oh, Absolutely. I forgot to tell you, Vince, I uh, I wrote that real quick. <laughs> right before well, you <laughs> the good news is uh, Eric Bischoff allegedly starts next week after Extreme Rules. Good. Yeah, hopefully we get some change. Uh, tonight, Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura. The mm. thought occurred to me, if Finn Balor hadn't been injured when he won the Universal Championship three years ago, right. we would have already seen this match at WrestleMania. It's kind of amazing. It's just happening now on SmackDown. Finn yeah. versus Shinsuke. What did, did yeah? What'd you think, Matt? It's exciting. Yeah, I was very excited for this, and I loved it. Justin, yeah, it was a real good match. But I mean, you know, it was kind of odd. You know, we haven't seen much of Nakamura on TV. We really haven't seen Finn since Super <laughs> Showdown. So the fact that they put both these together, kind of like you know, knowing you knowing one of them has to lose, and neither really want neither one of them are really in a, in a particular spot you want them to lose. Right. Nakamura gets the win, so good for him. Maybe maybe this is maybe this is a surprised. little bit of momentum for him. I was surprised but, at that. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Find find me a find me a relevant match that Finn Balor has won without being the demon. There ain't many there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he pulls out the demon thing on the big shows, and I've said this before. It's a cool entrance. It's a cool look. I mean, you know, come on. I mean, he, he, maybe even the in ring stuff maybe gets taken to another level. And then when he's when he's just regular old Finn, he's just regular old. Off. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. So we'll see. I'm surprised they didn't do this sooner to set up a match for Extreme Rules um, this year. I mean, there's a lot of matches. We'll go over the entire card. Yeah, it's a big card. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm surprised isn't on there. Like uh, Asuka and Kari versus the yeah. Iconics. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that has been announced. Uh, but yeah, 10 matches announced thus far. We'll run through that a little later in the show. Uh, Raj Giri not here tonight. He was going to be here originally, but this afternoon he texted me and said, man, Chris Lee knows best. It's the high point of my week. I've wow. got to watch it live. Glenn, can you please do the podcast? No, God, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the one keeping it on the air. So who the hell watches that show? Wouldn't that be funny, though? If he somebody, was like, Somebody you know, must be because they keep renewing it. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. Absolutely is. Uh, and tonight's SmackDown, though, got to give it props. Better than yeah. Raw was last night. Much better than SmackDown was, was last week. Yes, yes. Definitely. Uh, so Finn versus Nakamura. Look, we could talk about this in more detail, but I'm just going to tell people, if you're going to watch any match tonight, you didn't watch the show, go back and watch this. Uh, like I said, this could have been a WrestleMania match in an alternate timeline. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Excited for these guys to do more with the feud. Hopefully they give it some story and it's not just these two are the best at what they do. They're just going to keep going at it. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that's what it's going to be. It's absolutely what it's going to be. And what Justin <laughs> said, it was right, though, as far as them not being on TV featured lately. And they both kind of need wins in a way. Right. But the, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was a, if I don't know if this is me being the super fan or me being a former wrestler that I can watch this with no build. Because I'm excited to see how, because I know how good they both are, right? Yeah. So, am I willing? I think it feels like I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt of not any kind of storyline buildup, because I'm so interested in both of those athletes individually, and I get to see them work against one another, and I think that's going to be exciting. And what story they tell in that ring? I don't well, know. I'm not okay doing that with everybody else, though. You see how unfair that is? I'm not okay doing that. All I do is mm -hmm. about getting proper storylines for everybody else. Why am I okay doing it with these guys and not anybody else? Because you well, know their backgrounds better. Maybe I don't know. It's yeah, unique. I, I don't. I don't care so much that the match didn't have a storyline going into. It. And in fact, yeah, you, we can kind of almost create our own storyline, knowing 
the history they both have having been in New Japan. You know, so so you kind of create you manufacture your that's own it. story. Yes. I don't that's I it. don't I don't mind there not being a, an acknowledged story by WWE. I don't mind the match. I would just rather the match after the two guys had a couple weeks on TV getting getting wins over over you know in squash matches. When you put both of them out there when we haven't featured them and, and now one of them has to lose clean. I mean, yeah. like what are you doing, you know? But I will say I mean, Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at NXT TakeOver Dallas had no story. That is one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen live. I mean, that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So I think you can do that in some cases, but that should be the exception, not the rule. Yes. Yes. You know, Um, and I think it's going to need something to make it a feud. You can do a match without a story, but I don't think you can do a feud without a story and have it be uh, emotionally satisfying in any way, shape or form. Uh, We got a video package from Samoa Joe calling out Kofi Kingston ahead of their championship match for the WWE championship at extreme rules. Uh, talks about tearing away every last shred of life that, uh, or a shred of uh, the lie, pardon me, that Kofi is on Sunday. Um, and all I kept thinking about this was about him and AJ and Wendy. And I'm like, maybe Samoa Joe's the father of Maria Canellis's baby. <laughs> That'd be good. It's really into married chicks. Um, but no, I think Maria, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> you know, if Samoa Joe won on Sunday, I don't think he's going to win. But if he won, I would love to see Mike Canellis hot shotted into that situation and have that be a championship feud over the Maria thing. Joe would box him in like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mike. No, but Joe versus Maria—that fe- like, could you imagine them having a promo face off? It'd be right. great, actually. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Those two on the mic, mm-hmm. uh, those two in cahoots, and then oh, be good. I see, I'm more excited about that than I am about Joe versus Kofi, the storyline, not the match. And I would request that we see a WWE Network behind the scenes of Paul Heyman coaching Samoa Joe and Maria of how this promo is going to go. Uh, um, but that being said, do you think they've done a good job in building Kofi here? Given that we got the hint of Paul Heyman tonight, is this feud sort of a placeholder? I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to cash in Sunday, but I could almost see it that this has kind of been a little slapped together, Kofi and Joe. Yeah. I, I, hmm, I didn't think about Brock cashing in on Kofi, actually. Um, let's be, let me ask you guys a question. Brock becomes champion of SmackDown. Does that improve the show, or is it better the way it is with Kofi as champion with what they're currently doing with him? Are they doing anything with Kofi? I mean, that promo we and got by the tonight. Way, you only get Brock every once in a while, like you did with the yeah. championship. They are doing something with Kofi. If you if you look at that, Kofi is probably the most well booked consistently since he's won the title. Kofi has not. He's Kofi not is one. He's not beating anybody. Yeah, well, but this is this is. I think this is going to be that. I think Joe Joe is going to be you know just another name to add to the list of him beating somebody. I, I think be I the think, biggest talent he's beating actually up, up to now up to now yeah. And I think I think Brock Lesnar is going to cash on the Kofi Kingston not this Sunday necessarily, but I think hmm. by the time SmackDown goes to Fox, Brock Lesnar is your champion of that show. So I think I think you can actually accomplish almost both things. You can. You're going to give Kofi his best run right now of his career. Let it, if you if he can hold this title for another three four months, uh, he needs he needs to beat a few more people. Yet. He need, yeah, you know, jo, you know Joe has, Joe hasn't done a lot, but he, if if he can get a nice SummerSlam match and he can beat somebody of significance at the SummerSlam, Kofi, I mean, uh, yeah. and then if you go into the fall and then Brock gets some big time heat, um, you know, sneak attacking and basically just stealing the title from Kofi, uh, you've 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 cemented Kofi as a Hall of Famer as a single star. 
Yeah. And, and then Brock, you get whatever you want out of Brock and the draw that he is uh, for the move to Fox. So that's why, I mean, I think Kofi's going to just keep beating some people until we get you until think Kofi Kingston's a Hall of Famer. I, I, I do. I think, I think, yeah. yeah, I do. I think right now, I think right now you think of him as Hall of Famer in the context of New Day together. But I think this title run, you know, look, when he won the title, you think all three members of New Day are Hall of Famers? New Day as a, as a unit will go in. Group? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as a unit. Definitely. Absolutely. 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 That's awesome. I mean, they're my friends. That's cool. I mean, um, in absolutely. 2030, Matt, they're going to run out of every legend. I mean, I'm just saying, like, New Days definitely should get in regardless, but there's not going to be a lot to pick Dude, from, I think. Earthquake ain't in the Hall of Fame yet, is That's he? That's true. It's true. But they New Day. The African Dream ain't in. Is true. one man hanging? Well, I don't think so. Typhoon. But New Day. Dude, natural disasters need to go in. That is weird that natural disasters. Demo- Demolition's not in. Oh, my God. That is weird as well. But New Day being what five, six time champs, whatever it's up to now. I mean, they have to. New Day, and, and, to. and you have to factor in New Day in the, in the time. New, New New Day. I mean, they've been together since like 2014, since like like November of 2014. I think it is the fall of 2014, and they've been together and they've done heel and face both tremendously. Um, I mean, like they they managed to reinvent themselves several. Like you can actually define different eras in New Day. Whether you know, and that's really? pretty amazing. Yeah, and this they've been silly from day one. Well, they've been silly, but like they've they've done different. You know, whether when they're heels, they're not as silly. And they, they, I mean, I don't know. They've you really look back and the fact they've stayed together for this long in this day and age where there's two live shows a week, that's pretty impressive. So I think as a group, they're definitely in the Hall of Fame. But Kofi, when Kofi won that title at WrestleMania, I, I said, look, this could be simply a six week thing. This could be just hey, we're trying to give people new and surprising at Mania because we're having a PR problem with the viewership. If he holds it for Mania all the way into the fall, if he has a six-month title reign, again, in this day and age where there's programming at the rate that there is, that's a great title run. And then if he gets it stolen by Brock Lesnar, so not even beat clean, but again, stolen essentially, that's a great that's a great run for Kofi Kingston. And then, and then they still it can is. get what they want out of Brock. That makes him Hall of Famer, but okay. Well, I think it puts I think it just cements that all everything else he's done, he's an Hall of Fame to me. Okay. I would argue the New Day being as over they are as they are, and the New Day shtick is still hurting Kofi though as champion. Even when he was doing that backstage interview tonight, and he's doing the hip thrust thing. I don't know. I just I feel like his chase was so because much more he's, interesting because he's not the charismatic one of the three. He's but not. He is when he's being real. When he was in the chase and he was talking about people that look like me don't become champions, and he was getting yeah. those promos for his yeah. wife's family. I felt something there. It felt genuine. It felt sincere. It felt real. But when he's just doing the New Day shtick, it's kind of like, oh, uh, you know, that, to me, that's not a world champion gimmick. Right. No, I think he should be more than that. Meanwhile, supposed to be serious here. Ali, in these promos, let's talk about that promo. Ali's mm-hmm. talking like he's Superman. I mean, he's taking the mantle from John Cena and showing us what the better that's- of humanity can be. What's wrong with that? No, that's fantastic. But I'm saying you've got yeah. your champ at the top who's uh, out yeah. there doing the hip thrusts and pancakes. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm seeing the disconnect on this. I want yeah. a little bit more from a babyface champ. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that? That, that Ali promo was tremendous. I, I, everything, he, everything he said, I don't know. I don't know if he came up with it. I don't know if it was written for him or if it was a collaboration, but whatever mm-hmm. it was, keep doing it. It was a really great. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it felt like he it felt like it was it felt like it was Bruce Wayne cutting a promo saying, I'm getting ready to go become Batman. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. I mean, we were talking about this, um, Matt, last week about some of the stuff with our truth and the way they portray him is I just think this idea, it's like, you know, it's very simple that you're comedy or you're serious. And I think that with Kofi, he 
went into the serious territory, but it's been back into the more comedic stuff lately, even with flipping off uh, Samoa Joe last week and all that. I don't know. I just think they have a chance to do something really important, really inspiring here, and they're just not taking advantage of it. They definitely do have that opportunity, yes. Yeah. But to your point, Justin, <clears throat> if Brock takes the title off him and we get Kofi back in the chase, there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to give him on the, the grand stage of the Fox network to make him cement his uh, superstar legacy. You know what I would do? I would, if, if my, my longer term booking here, I would have, um, I would have Brock steal the title from, from Kofi and then Kofi, obviously he wants redemption, right? And he wants, and he wants to take on Brock Lesnar and maybe he even feels like he's got his boys with him. He's got a trio. And that would be the time then to have somebody in the trio turn on Kofi. You finally split them up. Kofi now has real, a real problem with one of his brothers turning on him. And then eventually can go back to that title later on. But I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think, I think there's a lot that could be done. I think, I think Kofi's built up enough goodwill that uh, between Brock stealing a title from him inevitably, and then, you know, that's that's a prime opportunity. It's got to be Biggie. Biggie. Biggie's the one that's, in my opinion, the biggest star out of the three. Quite honestly, I agree. He's the biggest star out of the three, Matt. The only thing is, is he's like you said, he's so charismatic. I would love to see him as a babyface getting the singles run. Mm. more so than a heel even though i mean he's a bigger guy so you can sell him as the heel of course but i'd rather see a character he, he he has to tone that that charisma down if he's a heel he, he can't he did it before yeah uh a lot more to talk about tonight it was an eventful show but first i want to thank the sponsor of this episode which is wix w-i-x with wix you can create a professional website by yourself regardless of what it's for it doesn't have to be for your business perhaps you're raj giri you want to make a chrisley knows best fan site wix <laughs> is the way to go Wix is absolutely fantastic because with Wix, you can get started and you don't need to know anything about how to code a website. You don't need to know about CSS. Don't need to know about HTML. Don't need to know about SEO, how to install mailing us. No, with Wix, it's all just drag, drop, plug, edit. Over 140 million people are using Wix for their website. You can start and publish for free, choose from over 500 stunning templates or start from scratch, change, customize, or add anything you want, add your own text, images, videos, and more. And what's awesome is they have hundreds of design features to grow your brand online, including apps, things that can plug in, stuff that can help you with its built-in SEO tools, things to optimize it automatically for any device, desktop or mobile. You no longer have to worry about your website looking like garbage on a mobile device. Wix is going to make it all look perfect no matter who uh, is browsing it or what device they're using. With Wix, you can get the tools to create the website that you want. You're going to get everything you need to achieve your hopes and dreams in website form. It's fantastic. I used it on a campaign last year. Uh, Raj used it, uh, actually has wife, used it for her business. I've been poking around with it, uh, working on this uh, upcoming Limp Bizkit podcast because the, my, the <laughs> Limp, Limp Bizcast is going to have its website on Wix.com. And uh, what's cool with it is you can also connect with your customers. You can manage your interactions. You can um, have your mailing list plugins right there. You want to do e-commerce, you can have that. You can take money from people directly through the website. There's lots of plugins for that if you want to do fundraising. It'll boost your productivity. It manages your workflow all there on one interface. So if you've got deadlines, this is going to help you hit them. It's not going to be this ongoing process of when's the website going to be done? No, with Wix, you can knock it out easy so simple it's a joy to use it's everything that's great about building a website with none of the bad stuff and you can get started right now by going to wix.com slash podcast that's wix.com slash podcast and you're going to get 10 percent off your paid plan that's wix.com slash podcast and we thank them for sponsoring the wrestling Inc. podcast wix it's going to change the way you work on the web glenn i can give wix a shout out an additional shout out uh, my, yeah, my, my friends uh, at wrestlerumble.com i'm always promoting them they do um 
whenever the WWE pay-per-views come around, they do a contest where you can predict the winners of who's going to win. You can predict over under how many suplexes for Brock Lesnar and you can win money and free prizes. And I'm almost positive they use Wix uh, about four or five years ago when they were creating a website. I remember the guy who runs Russell Rumble, like praising, like how, how he was concerned, like this is going to take forever. I'm going to miss the next pay-per-view. I want to get in on this. And it was really, really well done. And I know he's been really happy with his website and the interaction because all the prediction is done via going to the website. So, uh, so Wix, yeah, another, as I just know another customer, Wix, definitely the way to go. If you're looking to build a website. Makes it so much easier. You know, Raj Geary is the same age as me. He's only 43, but he looks 50 because he's been coding his websites by hand his entire life. So Wix will literally help you not age and take the years off. <laughs> Um, Kayla Braxton in the ring introduces Nikki Cross, who is there to represent both herself and Alexa Bliss ahead of their two-on-one handicap match against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Title. Bailey came out, and these two traded words again, talking about friendship. <sighs> you know, I'm surprised no one's pointing out. Does it seem to you, Matt, like Bailey is going through the motions with some of the stuff? I'm noticing she's slapping hands, not even looking at the fans really anymore. I mean, okay, if she's doing that, I mean, you got to give her some leeway here. I mean, you're not always going to be happy, shiny people, every, especially with her persona and her character that she's had to do for so many years. I mean, she's allowed to have an off day. I don't yeah. know. She's yeah, the champ. Yeah, imagine imagine having that gimmick and having to be bugged at the airport of all, all hours yes. of the day. I would like jump off a building. There's no way I could do that. There's no way I could keep that up because she's over the top, remember? Can you imagine some... some- some some guy some guy walks up to her at you know seven a.m. if she's got off a flight. Bailey, can I have a hug, please? Bailey, can I have a hug, please? You're getting, you're a hugger. Can I have a hug, please? And all she wants all right. to do is get, all she wants to do is get home. I mean, yeah. And then the other thing is like she I don't know though, Glenn. She's the cha- she's a champ. Yeah. Do you know That's what I mean? What I'm saying. So so I don't know. I'd like to think she should be. She's excited enough that she is the champion. She's getting her opportunity per se. Maybe not to be the best one. She's. Think she deserves but she's still the champion nonetheless so you would think she'd be content and happy with that yeah i just think right. that you talked about it before like if she's the female cena right she's right. the heir apparent to that i mean cena still goes out there and you, you oh, know john personally machine like that. yeah and you know machine. john personally there's a difference between kayfabe john and personal john yeah definitely but, but he turns it on for the people out there i'm just saying for bailey she's on top she should be coming across like mm-hmm. she's enjoying the ride, at least if that's her character. You know, definitely. Maybe somebody, hopefully somebody maybe points that out to her because that is a very good, that's, you know what I mean? That's a chink in the armor, if you will. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, but Glenn, she's also supposed to be frustrated because she's got Nikki Cross here, who she knows is better than this and is being manipulated and taken advantage of by Alexa Bliss. So maybe she, so she's supposed to be a little distracted right now. She sees somebody who she would otherwise consider a friend acting a fool, essentially poignant counterpoint um i don't know it's i think uh the way they're setting this up we talked about this last night i mean justin do you think nikki is i I mean matt and i were saying like nikki's becoming a star in this arc uh and on her own terms like so with the sort of awkward charm thing how do you think she's faring with the crowd yeah nikki has like i think it's a really good way to phrase it she has an awkward charm um you know, I, at first I thought when you if two weeks ago when I saw that they were building to extreme rules, I figured okay, this is where this is where the problem with Alexa Bliss and, and Nikki's going to come. Nikki's going to discover Alexa's true colors. But now, now that they're playing this whole numbers game and everything, and then based upon the promos Monday, it, to me it kind of screams that okay, man, if 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 Sasha Banks is ever going to come back in the fold with her friend Bailey, this would be a yeah. this would be a perfect time for that. 
And certainly WWE could use some kind of a, a surge like that. And, and WWE, again, WWE could use the positive PR. It was such what we don't know what was right and what was wrong. It was all over the internet. I mean, there's all kinds of different reports of what happened at WrestleMania weekend. That's that that's caused Sasha to be uh, disappeared since. So WWE needs something. They need to see a fan favorite like her come back in the fold and, and be happy. So, uh, I, you know, I, Nikki Cross is doing well, but I think this kind of sets up for Sasha per, personally to come and help even the odds. Yeah, Matt, how big do you think that pop would be if Sasha returns at Extreme Rules? Pretty damn big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in Philly, so you're talking about a passionate crowd who's well yeah, aware of Sa- they They've noticed that Sasha Banks hasn't been around. Very big. Plus, she has cool entrance music. I know it sounds silly, but it does add to it. Yeah, I almost think it's almost so big they could save that for SummerSlam, but I think maybe they need her on that card for SummerSlam. Um, especially. Would- Completely yeah. change the dichotomy of it, wouldn't it? I mean, it adds serious star power because look, look, her being away, in my opinion, has made her feel like a much bigger talent and a much bigger name and more over than if she were to be booked this entire time every week doing her tag team thing. I'm being serious. I agree. Yeah, I think the return pop. I mean, ultimately, if she's mended things with WWE, if she's able to mend things with well, WWE, obviously, yeah. Uh, we're saying there's a huge what if. But. Oh, but she's better off than she would have been had she been there this whole time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree with that. Uh, so this led to a match of Nikki Cross versus Carmella. Nikki Cross picking up a win pretty easily here while yeah. Bailey looked on. I mean, would you guys have predicted this a year ago? I wouldn't have. Six months ago, I would not have predicted this. This, you know? Yeah. Nikki didn't even have a brand up until like two months ago. Oh, she was an afterthought and kind of almost like a joke to a degree. With, yeah. Not with us, but like how they were treating her. You know, they weren't letting her do her shtick. Um, they separated her when she was a huge exclamation mark for that group, Sanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was a huge exclamation mark for that for that stable. I'm kind of surprised for as dominant as the win was for Nikki that they had it against Carmella. Maybe they, maybe it's because maybe it's because they wanted the credibility for Nikki to beat somebody like Carmella, who's like a former couple time champ. But like the job, it does yeah. a job. <clears throat> I was a little surprised that they didn't. Carmella, I, I can't, I can't, I can't think of, I can't think of a, a I can't think of uh, who else. Would, that yeah. with, but but Carmella's usually very protected too, so that's yeah. a big win. I think she, it doesn't matter now that she's doing all this stuff with our truth. I think that if yeah, they're going to the keep time. her. Yeah. yeah, now's the time if you're going to put people over on her. Now's the time, but still, like, then what? Didn't she just win? The what did she just win? Didn't, didn't Carmella just kind of win something recently that was pretty big? I don't know. Uh, did she win the women's? Yeah, I think she won the women's, women's money in the bank. The, or no, the oh. I thought it was the battle royal at WrestleMania. Maybe that's what it was. Something that I, I, I she was doing the stuff with our truth, she was doing the dance break crap. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, she won that, so you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's uh, had a very interesting career. I mean, she's clearly over. She's really really good at changing her look, too. She changes it a lot. Think of the amount of success she's had in one form or another. Success, (laughs) success. No, what? I I think I know where you're going with this. Well, I mean, I'm just going through her career. Success with yeah. Enzo and Cass. She made, I mean, she made Enzo and Cass work, and she was, you know, she was the she was the the sexy ornament right on the car uh, on the tree. Uh, she made it work with James Ellsworth. I mean, she's made it work with Goofy or I mean, like she's like, I mean, whatever she's been handed, she's she she's made something out of that. And, they, and, they, and well, Matt, you know this better than any of us. Obviously, they 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 appreciate that. Yeah, she's the kingmaker. She also gets everybody else around her over, and she makes whatever they put her in work. Like you just said. 
So there's some pretty tough spots that she was put in. Ellsworth. Yeah, when you get told you're going to be you're, when you get told you're going to be paired with a male who the females can also be like I mean that's a weird dynamic. <laughs> that's a weird dynamic, but can be a fun dynamic and she turned it uh, completely on its head. She might have the record. I mean, I'm trying to think of who else has made so many things work. She's had so many different incarnations in yeah. such a short amount of time. She's she's talented as hell. It's kind of a, it's kind of fitting that her and her and our truth are together because think of the amount of things that our truth has been handed that he's over over the years. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she's the, I think uh, the, the perhaps the most underrated uh, star in the women's division. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, and they can put her back in the title scene anytime they want. They can make her serious again whenever they need to. Very believable. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happened. Oh, they talked. Uh, we we're going to talk about this tonight. They really hyping that Becky Lynch is on the cover of ESPN, the magazine with Allison Brie from Netflix glow series. Uh, is, she, is this, she, she really the first WWE star to get the ESPN right? cover? Not, not Austin, not rock, not a Ric Flair, not a John Cena. Wow. She is the first WWE superstar to get the cover of ESPN mag, the magazine. Think about that. Think of the history there. Not Hulk Hogan. I mean, I don't know when he has been the ESPN magazine started. It's not been a long magazine. Let's relax. It's not Sports Illustrated. It's a big deal, though, to be clear. I'm not saying it's not. But it's not SI where it's been around since 1920, whatever the hell it's been around. <laughs> ESPN was around, they came out, I want to say, when I got into college with Crying Out Loud. ESPN or the, or the magazine? ESPN the magazine, I want to say, it oh, came man. out late 90s. Uh, yeah, 98, I believe. And they're closing it. They're shutting it down in September. Oh, so, it's still, so they snuck her in before they shut it but down. But it's still a big deal because like oh, I agree. said, every one of those other people could have been on there and they haven't been. So <laughs> it was her. You know, and when you think about it this way, I mean, you really do have to, uh, I mean, just imagine Seth Rollins, what this experience is like for him in terms of um, seeing all this. Because to your point, man, I mean, yeah, he's right. been the top guy. Uh, now he's got this experience, even as universal champion, the guy that defeated Brock Lesnar. He's the man's man. He's Becky Lynch's boyfriend. Um, he just beat, like you just said, he just beat Brock Lesnar. He beat Brock yeah. Lesnar. Nobody was beating Brock. Nobody. He was demolishing everybody. Seth goes over on him very yeah. squarely. And this is what you guys do with him afterwards? That's his, It's a crying shame. But the answer what I know you're going with this is it's weird for him as universal champion who should be the guy on the whole entire show and his his girlfriend is being on the front cover and getting all this fanfare on the front cover of ESPN. Not one bit does I bet you he care because if you're in love, you're truly in love with somebody like this, let's say that was my wife, I'd be proud as hell. I'd be bragging from the damn yeah. you know, mountaintops. Can you I, know I mean? So I don't think it makes him jealous now. Can, can I point this out too that I find interesting? WWE more than ever is acknowledging and promoting and slash encouraging yes. uh, relationships among the talent. Yes. Where once upon the time that was like a you, you know huge faux pas. You can get buried and even fired at times. Yeah. yeah thank you. So they're they they're at the I mean I mean and, and this was clear as day a couple of WrestleManias ago when John Cena proposes to Nikki Bella right in the middle of WrestleMania. I have to wonder. It's not my business, but I'm, I'm going to wonder if you're if you're Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, and WWE is putting such fulfill such <laughs> investment in the storyline. Like, what happened? I mean, they're actual people. You know, relationships don't work tonight. If if they're actual people, and you know, they're like, you know what? Even if even if it's amicable, and they say, you know what, we're we're kind of like, let's just move on and just be friends. Like, mm -hmm. WWE has put them in a very 
you, now they're making merchandise that says, all right, now you guys got to stay together. <laughs> you know, it's, so, it's kind of a weird thing. So imagine there's rumblings of that, Justin, and you're Vince McMahon. What does that look like when Vince calls Becky and Seth into the office to try and save their relationship? <laughs> all right, kids. I don't know what the problem is, but kiss, make up, and damn it, get out there. We're alive. We're alive. You're the man's man. We got 100,000 t-shirts printed. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, married a mania. I, I, I have a more graphic conversation you could have with him, but I don't think Raj would appreciate if I said it on the yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but no, married at Mania. If they keep this angle going the way, but, but do you know what I mean? Like, look at the amount of relationships that WWE acknowledges, and it kind of puts it puts those relationships in a little bit of a tough. Spot. I mean, like, I mean, you know, it may. I, I'm sure it had to make things a little bit more awkward for John Cena and Nikki Bella, the fact that they went as far as they did, and then and then well, think about it from the relationship from from the people in the relationships perspective, though. Like, here you're married. Let's say Mike and Maria, for instance, and you're married. Like, I'm thinking if I'm married to my wife, Larissa, and we're on WWE TV all of a sudden together, and they're telling us how to act in our relationship like think about how hard that would be I'm like mother how are you gonna tell me how i talk to my wife or how she talks to me get the f out of my locker room right now like i would beat the like i don't know how i would be able to get through that think about that really deeply for a minute you know yeah. both you guys are married no or yeah. yeah so so think about that somebody has to write for you glenn on how you talk to the missus yeah and it can be anything it could be like you making these faux arguments up and whatever, and how you really don't talk to her. Now you've got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be tough. And you know, Matt, to your credit, yeah. you called it about Cena and that he was not getting married again. Hell no. no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think that it can go both ways, right? It can, I mean, I think it's very dangerous if you have a real relationship with someone to involve um business in that and especially to involve a That's portrayal and act the boys I, most like most times and not didn't do it yeah i mean look at look at i mean it it was not as it was not as um it was not as prominent as as the main event spot that seth and becky are getting but i mean even look even look at the little bit of awkwardness of ambrose on the way out and, and how they like nudge yeah. nudge to renee young on commentary like renee what's going on with him like what do you leave her be like i don't know yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Roman did that interview backstage, the rest hey. in peace thing. I think we covered how that was. Uh, let's talk about the tag team title summit. Biggie and Xavier Woods in the ring first talking about when they become tag team champions on Sunday in the triple threat match at extreme rules. They with Kofi will touch their championship tips together at extreme rules after. <laughs> And even prior to that, Big E saying when he heard three-way, he thought something different. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Blue Chew Twitter account is just loving all of this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, then they got interrupted, of course, by Daniel Bryan and Rowan, who actually were chastising them for being silly. Uh, New Day saying to Luke Harper, or pardon me, uh, to Rowan, talking about that he was taking orders from Bray Wyatt, then Luke Harper, now Daniel Bryan. The crowd loves to chant, who's your daddy? Have you noticed that's the chant they just go into yes. the easiest? Yes, they do. Yeah, so we got that interrupted by Heavy Machinery, talking about Blue Collar Solid, talking <laughs> about Blue Collar Party. And then we got Otis versus Daniel Bryan versus Xavier Woods. Uh, there was some interference, so they restarted the match at a commercial break. 
Um, ultimately, Otis won this, which uh, makes me think Heavy Machinery is not winning on Sunday, but who knows? You know, for as much as Heavy Machinery talks about, you know, like like they love to talk about on Twitter, like medium rare, or no, excuse me, rare steak and, and meat and everything. I'm surprised when they went to Japan just recently for a live event, they didn't have, uh, they didn't shoot something with them. And uh, what, what's, oh, the, what's the steak at Ribera Steakhouse? Yeah. Missed opportunity there. Otis is always on Twitter talking about steak. Oh, is he? And how to eat it. We covered this, Matt. You have a jacket from there, don't you? Yes. That's, that's the ultimate. That's right? worth. That's worth like serious. That that's that's you have that. I mean, that's like that. that that's not even a money value. That's like a certain. That's that, certain that, yeah, it was a right. It used to be a right of passage. Like you, they didn't give it out to every wrestler that went in there. And now, to my understanding, they kind of do. Wow. Well, and, and there's uh, uh, there's a person that's pretty well known in the wrestling. Like, there's a person who has who who sells auctions off stuff. Mm-hmm. Who's who I've seen is auctioning off a couple Ribera jackets. He's not a wrestler, but he's 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 got a long history in the business. And I remember seeing that, and I was kind of like, well, a it's kind of cool that he has this, but I was like, because I, 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 I can see you getting some heat for that, like definitely. And another thing is also like like um, Taker also made like really a big deal. If you got one of those like uh, first tour to Japan, he like explained it. You know, the whole story of Ribera, why it's a big deal, that you've earned it, that kind of a deal, but. Then they started giving them out a lot more frequently. Some guys have multiple. I have like three. Wow. And I don't, and I work for New Japan, All Japan, and Hustle over like a two-year period there. So imagine the guys that are doing wow. multiple tours and then they're doing it for years. Like Luke Gals, I'll guarantee you, has like 30. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So so yeah. I think maybe that's where that guy got him to sign. I don't know. Gallows no, probably not, has from his own. Luke, not from Luke, but other guys, not Gallows. That's what I mean, but the fact that this person – the fact this, I was just like, when I saw him doing, I was like, and he's going to get some money for him. I was, but I remember thinking, like, man, I could see that being, a, maybe not now, but I could see that once upon a time being a heat magnet to be auctioned those right. off to, to fans. Yeah. yeah. Gallows probably uh, has his own table there and the actual silverware from there in his home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their steak is insanely good. It's the garlic butter sauce they put on it. It tastes amazing. That's why it's uh, really good. We did see. Kari and Asuka backstage with Paige having a little face off with Peyton Royce and Billy Kay saying, you know, Hey, we beat you in Tokyo. Where's our future title shot. Iconic saying they're not feeling well, um, making excuses. Paige slapped. <laughs> so I don't remember which one she slapped, but uh, that was a moment. Mm-hmm. And, she slapped uh, Billy Kay. Yeah. And said the title shot's going to happen soon. And that was that. So not happening in extreme rules. Um, so is this true, Justin, this rumor that it was supposed to be the Iconics in a feud with the Bellas and then some real-life health stuff kept the Bellas from coming back to partake in that? I think that's what the Bellas said, and I, I wouldn't think they'd lie about this. Yeah, I think um, – well, and, and Nikki was – I think it was Nikki who – where they both were on um, Fallon just recently, but I think it was Nikki who said, like, she – you know, wanted that, you know, she, and she's the one who's had the, the next problem, the neck problem, but they also found like a cyst on her brain. So I think that the doctor said like, all right, you are done wrestling. This is it. So that kind of squashed that whole. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming they're telling the truth. I wouldn't think they'd go out and, and fabricate that. You know. uh, in addition to pushing off the Iconics versus Kari and Asuka, we saw Ember Moon having words with Sony Deville and Mandy Rose backstage in catering. Uh, they, they're keeping the story going. Sonia said that uh, what happened last week with Ember beating Mandy brought the two of them closer. And uh, Ember has got to find a partner for next week. So they're moving that along uh, and pushing that past extreme rules along with the Iconics defending their tag belts. Um, talk about Alistair Black. 
Oh, we did talk about the Ali vignette earlier, which was uh, mm -hmm. awesome. Alistair Black was backstage getting mic'd up, doing a one-on-one face-off. We're going to find out who's been knocking at his door. He comes in, he circles around, he sits down, and it's Cesaro. How are you feeling about this, Matt? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the match itself will be great. Sure. Um, we've been wanting something for Cesaro for, for, Cesaro for a while because of how damn talented he is and how much he deserves an opportunity. You know, he really did. He always has, and now he's getting it um, as, an, as a singles. I just – is this where Alistair Black should be? Is it where Cesaro should be, though? Because, I mean – I was I was afraid, you know, given that Ali in his promo was talking so much about evil. I had the same thing that we talked about last week, where it was, you know, you've got Ali who's going to make this hot re uh, debut in the ring after these promos. You got Bray who's in the wings who's going to make this hot re debut, and you've got Alistair. All three of these guys in the same position. I hope they keep them as far away from each other as possible. So I was really nervous when Ali was talking about evil. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. So Cesaro, I don't know, when he sat down with the mouth guard in, doesn't he look kind of goofy? Yeah, compared to Alistair? <coughs> Why yeah, is that, he it in? Why is he keeping it in? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, that part was hokey. You know, Alistair, Alistair Black is, this is going to be a hard-hitting, entertaining match. Alistair Black is known by his peer. I mean, he's, he's, a, little, he's, he's a little on the stiffer side. So mm -hmm. him versus Cesaro is going to be hard-hitting, entertaining. There's a little bit of the same thing to me about kind of like when I talked about earlier with Nakamura and Finn, the sense of Cesaro's had some good momentum. They, they kind of repackaged him a little bit, gave him new music, new lights, new whatever. Um, he's been winning. He's been showing all of his crazy strength that he has, you know, but this is Black's first match after doing, you know, how many months of these vignettes. So like I, part of me is kind of wants to see like a protective draw, like almost like, I, you know, something to protect these two guys. I don't know, but I, I will say this a lot of, we, we all started thinking, okay, is this going to be Bray Wyatt's entry point? Is this whole who's knocking on my door? And we've had Bray over here on the Firefly Funhouse saying, let me in. Like, you know, I actually thought maybe this is how they introduce Bray. And I'm glad that because it became a popular enough thought that it might be Bray and it's not going to be. And they obviously have some different plan for Bray, which is fine. I'm glad because it was not Bray that they announced the opponent tonight being Cesaro. My point being, had they strung along this whole who's this mystery opponent? Who's this mystery opponent? Who's this mystery opponent? We tune in Sunday, and it's Cesaro, who great athlete, but a guy that we've been seeing every week, and it's not some big return or big surprise. Mm -hmm. I think that would have that would have done Cesaro no favors. It, it, people would have been maybe crapping on things. So I'm glad they at least just gave us the match tonight officially, and and now I can spend the next couple of days talking like I am with you guys about, hey man, this is going to be a hard, this could steal the show with these two guys. Um, so you know, I, I think I think they made the right call with the way they executed things tonight. Um, with with Cesaro and, and Black, but yeah, no no mouthpiece when you're walking around in a suit. James Bond, or you know, he he looks like a James Bond character. Doesn't he have a mouth guard in his mouth? Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, these promos and story. I mean, we'll see what happens beyond that. Then we come uh, to the main event tonight. It was Dolph Ziggler versus Roman Reigns. Now with this, we had Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre, and Elias by ringside uh taunting reigns but not really getting involved um ultimately it was actually kevin owens who did a run in and dropped shane uh then reigns got a spear on ziggler for the pin to win um yeah what how did you think this was matt for sort of the the 
go home segment right before Extreme Rules to build suspense for the Undertaker and Reigns versus Shane and Drew match on Sunday. It's just a placeholder. It's just to get there, right? There's yeah. nothing they're gonna do that's gonna make us any more excited for that tag match. Look, let's just call a spade a spade. We want to see Undertaker's entrance. That's the only reason I'm any interested in this at all. Yeah. I understand that Kevin Owens had to come back because that's the story of the night, right? That he's he's the renegade. I like the chaos stuff too, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, I, I liked it too. I understand, but but to the point of the question here, this being the go the final segment on the go home show, and it's the segment involving the participants that are in a match with the Undertaker Sunday. How do you not have the ending be Roman Reigns getting beat up by the numbers and Taker doesn't have to show up because I know he, you know how do you not just even have just the gong, the flicker, the lights, and 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 Roman Reigns is out of the ring or or just or just the flicker, the lights, the gong to 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 scare off Shane and company. How do you not have that as your last? seconds before you go off the air i understand that kevin owens is a story tonight so they had to wrap it up that he's kind of on the run from security but it's just weird to me that this everybody else in the segment is involved in this match with taker and you don't have any taker tease well nothing would have been wrong even if they left roman lying that would have been fine with no sure. appearance no gong no nothing that way we have to watch the paper you see why the hell taker didn't show up or or whatever have you but here's the thing. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I mean, no offense to Dolph, but nobody, nobody cares about that. Nobody uh, earlier. Nobody cares about, um, I'm never going to say that. I mean, that was a careful Shane to a degree, right? Like he, as far as yeah. goes, they just want him get his butt kicked and then enough, get off the TV. Um, it's Drew. That's the, my opinion. The one out of all those guys, I think fans maybe most interested in because they're hoping that he gets booked right finally maybe i don't know I think, what it is. I think shane's hurting drew at this point he is he absolutely is yeah drew, think about where drew was you guys when he was leaving everybody buried after every show where he was killing everyone in the shield remember and leaving them all lying that he was better then yeah but you know what if, if i know and i know we're gonna do we'll, we'll talk extreme rules but you know what if if drew gets a pinfall victory on Sunday and like Drew and Takers a SummerSlam match, we'll forget all about the stuff with Tahiri and Shane. Like we'll, it'll it'll be fine. Good. Yeah, if they get Shane off TV and as far away from yeah. Drew as possible. Yep, yep, yep. That is the key. Um, so that was the go home. Let's talk down the card quickly for mm -hmm. Sunday at Extreme Rules. We've got the Revival, Dash and Dawson, the championships on Raw, the championship uh, Raw Tag Team Champions versus the Usos. Jimmy mm -hmm. and Jay. Uh, how do you think that plays out, Matt? Who do you think wins? Top guys. Justin? Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really have an answer for this. I'm kind of like a little bit torn on this. I can't quite see. Yeah. I think uh, the Revival supposedly still haven't signed a new contract yet. That's so. why. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a last man standing match. Braun Strowman. Braun, I hope. Hope so as yeah. well. Uh, Ricochet defends his United States title against AJ Styles. Here's the thing, you guys. AJ's been leaving him bare, like dead and buried after Ricochet beating everybody, right? So Ricochet can't beat AJ, and then AJ gets his heat back right afterwards. It just leaves him lying by all three of them jumping him again. They've done that already two or three different times. He's not going to do it a fourth time. Yeah. Right? So what happens? I mean, AJ has to win the U.S. title. To further the story, I don't want to see Ricochet lose the title yet, but I'm going to go with, sorry, Ricochet winning. 
Yeah, uh, I see Ricochet winning. I don't see them taking the title off him right now. He seems he seems to be somebody they're putting some investment in singles wise. So I think there's gonna be some sort of DQ finish on this. Yeah, I think we go. Um, do I? I don't even need to say this. I was gonna say Alistair Black is gonna defeat Cesaro at Extreme yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the New Day versus Heavy Machinery for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. I, you know what I'm saying is Heavy Machinery is what I'm predicting. Interesting, Justin. I gotta go with Matt there. I mean, Heavy Machinery. They that I mean, like I so, said, think about the pop and the crowd. They and they got the main event spot last week to earn their spot in. I think Heavy Machinery could definitely pull it out. If Kofi isn't getting cashed in on and if he's beating Samoa Joe I think they're going to give it to the New Day so they can have the three of them with the titles uh, uh, that's yeah till SummerSlam could be I mean why not um Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight Championship don't care um Gulak how about that who's the Go- champion Gulak I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I think didn't he just win it recently? Uh he did. Yeah. So I wouldn't take it off him yet. I, I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest. I'm off and on when I see two hundred five live. So I, you know, you know, I watched it last week for the Mike and Maria story because they continued that a little on there. Good how, about, show. how about how about how about how about uh, <laughs> the 10th anniversary of Evolve? Evolve is getting more promotion on Raw and SmackDown than two hundred five live or NXT UK ever gets. They yeah, hear, they hear those AO, the AEW footsteps behind them. That's why. That's all that is. Yeah, we're yeah. never gonna promote it like this. No way. We've heard for a long time they were gonna be doing this this stuff with Evolve for how long now? Two years? A year and yeah. a half? Come on, they're only doing it because they're getting nervous with AEW. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, uh, Bailey is defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in a two-on-one handicap match. Matt? Uh, go ahead, Justin. You say it first. Yeah. Bailey. Bailey. Bailey keeps the title. Yes. Yeah, the two cancel each other out, right? They get to do a little spat. Something happens. Misdirection. Or Sasha helps. Either way, Bailey. Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. Okay, Bailey. And then Kofi versus Joe for the WWE Championship. I, I hate. I know you guys really hate this, but I, I I'm hoping Joe. You can hope. hope. You can hope all you want, but I'm not going to predict. I'm going to hope. How about that? If you're playing WrestleRumble.com or you're trying to win money, you can't. Oh. You got you to you leave your heart at the at the at the door, Mister Morgan. I, you know. It makes it less fun. <laughs> um. Then Kofi has to keep the title. Yeah. But Co- but I, again, Kofi's a little bit banged up. We haven't seen him wrestle. Like I, I'm curious. I'll be curious. Yeah. How, I'll be curious how they do this match. If 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 he's. I mean, he, if he's been if he's hurt like they say he is. Hmm. It's true. So, how serious are you hearing the the injury is? I haven't heard severity, but he's been he's been pulled off of live events. So, I mean, that's never a good sign when they pull their champ when they pull the, one true. of the world champions off live events. Yeah. Uh, then the Undertaker and Roman versus Shane and Drew in a no hard tag I match. Uh, yeah, no. I think Drew gets a pinfall victory here. No way. Yes. No way. Yes. What? No, I think Drew gets a pin. I'm, I don't whether I don't know if he pins. I think Drew somehow gets a pinball victory, and I think this is this is going to send into. It'd be Drew. great for him. Oh my God! It was. I think I think I th- I think Drew gets a pinfall victory, and this sends into Drew and Taker at SummerSlam. That if would go- be great. I'd be all for that. By the way, if it goes on last, DQ finish Bray Wyatt shows up 
rec shop overall. Well, it's going to go on last. What are you going to put after Taker? The Universal Championship and the Women's Championship defended in a mixed tag match. No. Hell no. <laughs> Taker's last. The Taker match is last. Probably last. Uh, but speaking of which, Becky and Seth versus Baron and Lacey, winner take all. Belts, uh, one of them loses. Well, unless unless Seth and Becky are breaking up in real life in the next five no. days, I think that we're going to have them win. No, no, and if and if and if, and if uh, Lacey had a better male tag partner, I would I could see the potential of the chain title change, maybe, maybe, but with Corbin in it, no. You don't like Corbin? I do. I just don't see the the title on him right now. I just oh, don't. no, you're not the, not the title on him now, yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't see them winning. Yeah, I think for storytelling purposes, <clears throat> it would be good, but uh it'd be good Lacey as champion. Yeah. Well, and then Brock Cash, if Brock Cash in, but I think Justin, you're right earlier that Brock's gonna wait till SmackDown goes to Fox. <clears throat> talk about the, talk about the weird this I don't think it's gonna happen though, but talk about the weird adding to Baron Corbin's heat. If 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 because if, if the rules, if I understand this right, winner takes all, if Lacey mm-hmm. was to pin Becky. Right. And Baron became champion, so Seth never even gets pinned. Yeah, yeah. and then if Brock Lesnar ba- cashes in if, immediately. If, ba- if Baron became, uh, I'm not, I don't, again, I don't think Brock yeah. cashes in on Sunday. But if yeah. Baron became champion off of a woman, <laughs> like think about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking of, of heat here, and it's interesting to me. Well, he did. He did nothing. He didn't even lift a finger to win that title. That's the bottom right, line, right, yeah, right. I mean, that's that's something. Yeah. Oh, the internet! The internet would burn. <laughs> oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Richard Snyder in the chat saying somehow Be- Becky's going to end up with the universal title. Yeah, Becky should win the match and then demand that you know that would be the little playful rib. Like I'm the one that won this match. I should have both belts because I'm the one that defended them. Oh, hmm. that is interesting. Yeah, that seems like Debo uh, a championship from somebody. It's not the way it works. Yeah, I know. The, but the, the, it seems like the type of joke uh, they would make. Uh, it's true. Yeah, so uh, Extreme <laughs> Rules Sunday, and then we've got AEW Fight for the Fallen on Saturday. We're going to be covering that yeah. live here on Wrestling Inc. Uh, we're not covering the Evolve 10-year anniversary show live. Nope, AEW, AEW, AEW. <sighs> I feel bad for Evolve. This would be this would put up impressive numbers, this show. We're still going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I think some people aren't going to watch it though because the no. surprises will be spoiled. You know, there's going to be some big surprises. For Evolve, talent. yeah, at Evolve, there's going to be talent showing up that hasn't been announced. Like who cares? Like who? Well, you didn't know last night that Velveteen Dream wrestled Orange Cassidy <laughs> at Evolve before. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So they're going to have NXT talent there. Like Adam Cole's defending the championship on this card. It's if you look at it, it's kind of a hybrid Evolve roster NXT roster show. Who does Evolve have right now? That's really good. I mean, they had Darby Allen. They had uh, oh, wow. Orange Cassidy. They actually had a lot of people at AEW, um, or a lot of people that AEW working with now were working with them. But uh, Justin, do you know who some of the bigger names are currently at Evolve? No, I know all the names that have, have like left them. I know, you know, you said Darby Allen, I know Ethan Page. I know guys that have that are no longer with them. I'm not sure who who's the who's there. I don't know. I know I'm going to get roasted. By the viewers, but I can't tell you who the top of all person is at the moment. Uh, Timothy Thatcher is there. I saw him wrestle uh, in San Francisco the other night. Uh, Austin Theory is on the Evolve. Um, yeah, not a lot of. Well, let me put it this way: I'm on Wikipedia, and like four people on the Evolve roster have Wikipedia pages currently. Out okay. of 
like a dozen people on their roster. Jeez. Yeah. So, but if you look at it though, I mean, Matt, in fairness to Evolve, they have this deal with uh, the WWE. NXT's taken half their talent, and AEW's taken the other half. I know. They're it's like, a weird so, time in the Indies. So I'm I just say, I, mock them, by the way. I'm not saying that yeah. oh, I was legit asking. So for like dream matchups, who who would be considered a dream matchup is what I was saying. Because I know the NXT guys. I didn't know who's with you all. That's all. You know, with history repeating itself, you know, it's you know AEW versus WWE. There's a lot of irony to WWE versus WCW if you compare. And I wrote a column about it. Uh, and ECW back in the 20 years ago was the feeder system for WWE and WCW. Evolves the feeder system to WWE and AEW. Uh, quickly, before we wrap up here, just some quick bits. Uh, Batista said he wanted the WrestleMania match against Triple H to be Hell in a Cell. Vince said no because of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Uh, Chris Jericho is getting a live mic at Fight for the Fallen, saying you will not believe what he's going to say. <laughs> maybe he'll be attacked by somebody that we don't see coming. You know, maybe we'll get a cool surprise there. What do you mean by that? Matt, well, Matt, 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 Morgan, Matt, Matt Morgan shows up and cuts Jericho yeah, off. Like a Moxley. Over so much? Yeah, like a Moxley-type interruption. Like somebody makes their, right. right? If you're giving Jericho a live mic, right. what is the best possible thing that could happen in that segment? He drops bombs. That's the best thing that can happen. He says something that we're all like, holy, I can't believe Chris Jericho just said that. If you listen to his podcast, he's kind of been doing that with some of the jokes he's little digs he's been taking at WWE. That's what I mean. Ever since ever since WWE uh, said that their ever since WWE said their talent can't do his podcast anymore. When uh, I when I read this hype, I'm thinking, all right, Jericho's he's gonna do half and half. He's gonna still build his his story in his next match with Omega, mm-hmm. but he'll also he'll do a few shoot comments about W, you know, maybe he'll make a he'll take a jab at them hiring Heyman and Bishop. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think he'll do he'll do something to get some headlines. Ooh, yeah, definitely. Wait, so that Jericho's not wrestling on this one? Not on this one, no. no. Okay. But he is facing Hangman Page for the AEW Championship at All Out. At yeah. The oh, I said Omega. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be great. Oh, sorry. Absolutely. And then Booker T set the record straight today about not doing StarCast 3. He said he agreed to an autograph signing set up by Conrad Thompson in Chicago, but wasn't aware it was StarCast. Yeah, this, so, yeah, so this is so this is a weird story. Yeah. I guess I'll say weird. Why so, is it a story at all that he didn't go, though? Well, no, so so yeah. Booker T was advertised and promoted to be at StarCast 3, which is obviously the same weekend as the next big AEW. Uh, oh, so it hasn't happened yet. No, yeah, the one, the big all-out show that's coming up at uh, Labor Day weekend. Booker was advertised for Starcast Three, which raised some eyebrows because he's on WWE panel shows. He's uh, presumably yeah. a WWE, he's, he's a WWE legend. So, and we've heard of WWE pulling people that you know Taker and to Angle that were advertised for Starcast. Mm-hmm. So Booker comes out on his podcast and says, "Here's the story." Booker says that Conrad said, "Do you want to do a autograph signing?" and gave him the. I don't know if it was the date or the location, but didn't tell him it was StarCast. Mm-hmm. And then Booker finds out that he's being promoted for StarCast 3, and Booker says WWE didn't step in and say anything, but but Booker felt as a person that it was it was not good for it was not good for him to mm-hmm. be at StarCast while still working with WWE in the capacity he is. Yeah. Then you have to throw Dave Meltzer in there. Meltzer had reported prior to Booker saying this, Meltzer said Booker was locked up to appear at AEW's all uh, pay-per-view. And, and Booker came out and said he was never set to appear. That's false. He doesn't know how Dave Meltzer got that. So it's like this big, like, 
because remember the same thing was said about Flair, how Ric Flair was supposed to present the world title, and he says, no, that's not true at all. Nobody contacted yeah. me to do that. Yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of so. I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know point. either. I kind of think. I don't know. I see both sides. I the, the, the one end of it is Booker's telling the truth. The other end of it, the, the other, the other end of it is that Booker agreed yes, and it got out there, and he had a backpedal. So, yes, um, or him doing what I th- honestly think I would do if I had that relationship with WWE and the Hall of Fame and all that other good stuff, and I'm in the panel show still. I wouldn't want to screw those paydays up with them. I'm assuming he's getting paid still by WWE. I'm sure he's on a Legends contract. Right, yeah, there you go, Legends contract. Why would I want to screw that up by going to make one appearance? So, I, I... But but to that point, Matt, did Bret Hart screw that up by showing up and, and unveiling that title when he showed up at... Uh... Like, you do you know? take his Legends deal away? No, I don't. Yeah, Brett's relationship with the company is much different, though, than Booker's is. Right, but if Brett's on a Legends contract where he's reaping he's reaping mm-hmm. residuals and he's and he's getting a quarterly check for mm-hmm. all the stuff they use of him for merch, video games, action figures, and he shows up at AEW show and and unveils what their title looks like, I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's kind of ballsy. It's you know? incredibly ballsy. It is, but ballsy and or legally dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure this isn't the last of it. I'm sure we are going to see more names um, that either are not appearing at Starcast. I mean, wasn't uh, Sean Waltman at the last one uh, in Vegas? He's does stuff with the WWE. Just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Coaches mm-hmm. at the PC. I mean, there are other people that are friendly with the WWE who were there um, at this last Starcast, and I think we will see how that changes things for Chicago. It's interesting. AEW didn't briefly for a while. They had Conrad Thompson uh founder head of starcast they had him on the AEW like staff page for a while and then took him off of it in recent months so there's yeah. more of a separation now well conrad's adamant conrad com- continues to be adamant that starcast is not you know that that's not AEW that that, that they are that they are taking sure. advantage of the, of the fan base being there but conrad is adamant to say that he's not an AEW employee and starcast that- round first wasn't it uh no the first one happened well yeah technically because it happened around all in last it happened Labor Day. it's always been the weekends it's always been the, the same weekend as aew so it's i could have sworn a starcast they had a starcast before aew no no well they it, did it was all in aew well, it, was not it, it, all it was a, it was a day before well yeah no, the year i didn't know that yeah all, all i mean all in three months later becomes officially known as aew you know, I understand. And, so. but it's an important distinction though I mean, the wwe wasn't telling people you can't appear at all in uh you know at starcast around all in like they weren't keeping talent away from that the same way it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be you know get out the popcorn it's gonna be great to watch yeah. uh let's wrap this up matt morgan anything to plug no justin what do you got wrestlerumble.com go on wrestle just type it in right now it doesn't cost you anything type to type it in type in wrestlerumble.com and you can go ahead and uh you can make predictions you can bet money you can make predictions of who's going to win and lose and answer all the fun questions you know over under on time length of matches you know stuff that if you're worried about oh the script can get leaked no, you're not gonna you're not gonna get screwed here. They ask they ask certain things that just can't be leaked. They they ask certain things that get so specific. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've played it for like the last four or five years. It's a blast. It makes watching these shows that much more interesting. It's like fantasy football watched on Sunday. It makes the games mean that much more when I can be sitting there timing a match to see if I'm gonna get five points off of predicting if this match goes over or under twelve minutes. So a lot of fun. WrestleRumble.com. Check it out. Make uh, extreme rules and a blast to watch Sunday. There you have it. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. 
and appreciate a follow there. And uh, we will catch you back here Saturday night. Fight for the Fallen coverage live on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.